Welcome to episode number 61 and my special guest, David Caraccio from San Antonio, Texas. David, welcome. Thank you. So glad you're here and tell us a little bit about what you did before real estate. <laughs> before real estate, I was an EMT in San, San Antonio, or sorry, San Diego. And then I uh, actually joined the military back in 2010. So I was a combat medic for the army for about six years. And throughout that time, I deployed with 10th Mountain in 2013. And then when I got back, I actually got re-stationed to or reassigned to San Antonio, Texas, where I was working in the uh, BAMC ER. And uh, during that time, I moved up from team lead to operations manager, working with a lot of the systems behind the ER. And uh, during that time, I decided to get into real estate. So I started working with real estate towards the end there. And then uh, when I got out, I became a realtor. Well, that's amazing. Well, you and I have a lot in common uh, one, we both have Southern California in our background, uh, which I know you and I loved. Uh, and uh, I was a medical supply officer, so uh, worked with uh, medics. Uh, you know, I stationed in uh, Fort Sam Houston uh, as well. So familiar with BAMPC and and all that. Uh, so we have that common uh, common bond. So awesome. So you transition out of the uh, military mm -hmm. and real estate what what did you learn in the military what did the military teach you and train you that transferred into your entrepreneurial uh, career structure being number one uh, I feel like a lot of realtors uh, have struggled with with keeping a good time tra track of their time and keeping a good structure in place in order to handle the the multiple operations that we're performing all at once uh, with receiving new clients working with our current clients and doing client follow-up at the end as well so you brought over a system structure process, obviously, is what, what, what we get taught in the military. I brought that over to your real estate practice. How has that helped you uh, get started faster, more consistently? Uh, tell us how that's translated to your business. Well, you know, going from uh, being a full-time uh, medic in the Army and it's going to real estate, I looked at real estate as a full-time job. Um, and I feel a lot of people get into the job thinking it's a part-time job and they can do it on their off time. Uh, or just work the weekends and have a week free or vice versa. And um, I, I think anyone who's been in real estate longer than a couple months has realized it is a full-time job. And having that structured background and going to build a good solid foundation has allowed me to, uh, which we're working on right now, is multiplying my, my foundation to be able to have more realtors and, and other people on my, my team be able to replicate the same type of structure that I'm performing now. You know, one, one of the standards that we have at, at JPAR is we require, you know, full-time realtors because we believe that the consumer is better served, uh, you know, through someone who's closing and working with clients six or more times a year versus someone who's just, you know, doing onesie-twosie. So uh, we, we are aligned on that. What, yeah. what's, been the, what's been the biggest hurdle for you as, as you've started your business? <laughs> It's always the roller coaster. I feel like a lot of a lot of realtors go through this as well, where you'll have a uh, very slow month because you're working with a lot of new clients, and then you get them into uh, being under contract, and you start uh, working more on the current closings than you are with the uh, more of the marketing side. So you have this roller coaster of a slow month, a really busy month, and a slow month, and it just is you know overall uh, non-ending roller coaster that a lot of realtors experience over the years. Um, my hurdle that I'm currently working with and, and starting to uh, succeed in is, is reducing that hurdle. Um, so my first couple months with this new system in place, I kind of stayed 
pretty steady. You know, it wasn't my best months, but it wasn't my worst months. I was pretty even. And as the months continue, as we continue to build upon the system that we put in place, um, it's the consistency is rising, but I don't see it being a roller coaster where it's a major drop at the end. Yeah. So, you, so you've eliminated the ups and downs, the ups and downs, and, and created a more consistent income. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. What are some of the things that are helping you be more consistent uh, in producing a, a steadier uh, monthly flow of, of the income? Um, well, first off for me, it's, it's actually showing up to the office. I love working from home. Unfortunately for me, I don't get anything done at home. So for me, uh, one of my big realizations in, in being successful is just to show up to work. That's, that's number one. Um, I have a home office I'm sitting at right now, but I'm not as productive at my home office as I am at my real office. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I have more of a deadline. I want to get things done by a certain time and I'm more focused on just getting work done. So I come back home to my family. Um, but really figuring out what processes are, are available to us, especially at JPAR with KV Core, uh, using that CRM, and then also uh, using Google Suites as well to integrate through uh, Zip Forms and other software tools. Using those tools together um, has been you know, the, the most uh, beneficial for myself and my, my business so far. Yeah, cool. Have you ever wanted to uh, quit? <laughs> Yes, I think that's a, <laughs> a, a, a statement that every single realtor has, has thought about once before is, is, you know, when to throw the hat in. Um, there are certain times, I mean, we're working with tons of personalities. I mean, that's that's the, the great thing we get to work with in, in our business, so the benefit of working our business. But there are times where, you know, you're working with a client and the personalities are just a little bit different, or you're working with another agent or another person in a team that's uh, involved in your closing. And it can be uh, difficult at times. But really trying to find a solution, uh, trying to work together and find the end goal, which is to help a family move into a new home is, uh, you know, what kind of helps us get through those times. But I I just had a closing recently, and I don't want to say their name, but I just had a closing that was very emotional um, for everybody. And I'm I'm glad we were able to close. It was a long process, but we became really good friends throughout the process. So it's it's a very unique opportunity that we we run into. But yes, uh, quitting has come to mind, but... um, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Right. So tell us a little bit about marketing. What, what distinguishes you in your marketing from maybe what others are doing or that would be attractive to uh, clients? So we have a lot of, um, I, I mean, my background, I, I used to be in photography. Uh, so I took that photography background and moved it into real estate. And I, I'm a true believer that 80% of our business is marketing. And 20% is working on the current business we have, but 80% needs to be attention to or attended to marketing campaigns and, and um, you know, farming and different aspects of marketing. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm a very big advocate of making uh, content. So I do a lot of free content for my, my clients and, and my friends and family with Sphere of Influence. Um, so we, we try to produce about two videos a week. We're doing our new... Um, which was actually thanks to you, our, our uh, investment property of the week video where we go on Facebook Live and announce our, our top properties of the San Antonio region for investments. Um, and we just are a little bit more on the video content heavy, whereas a lot of realtors still do blogs or a lot of realtors will share other posts. I'm trying to create that content uh, firsthand. So massive content creation that adds value. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like what what makes you uh, – uh, a brand you as the local area expert. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, so 
if you were to give the audience any advice about building your business, creating a consistent uh, income stream versus this up and down, what would it be? Uh, well, one of my mentors, when I first started uh, real estate, he, you know, we're, there's a group of us that are brand new to real estate. We would go to the, the weekly classes every Tuesday, show up to class for about an hour or two hours. Then after that, we'll kind of, you know, spread off, do door knocking, call expires, try whatever we can to drum up business. But there's also a group of us who would, and I'm not saying myself, just a group of the new guys, would also sit in the corner and play video games or play on Facebook and not really work on their business. Right. And this mentor of mine would walk into the classroom, um, and he was only in real estate for about two years, but very successful, would walk in and say, what did you do today to generate a lead? And the most of us, or most of us in that room would just send say nothing. Um, and he made it a very, very, uh, you know, big point of his business plan that every single day he'll walk home knowing that he was able to generate at least one lead a day. Um, and so just keeping that in mind and keeping that routine, you know, eventually you'll have more than one lead coming in each day, but having that aspect when you wake up in the morning and go to work, that you have a goal is to get a new lead, to start working with a new client and eventually close on a new deal. Yeah, love it. I, I call it the bullseye. Yeah. What one, you know, just get that one appointment each day, get that one appointment. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to join us today and, and share a few nuggets of success. Before we wrap up this episode, is there uh, any other words of advice or wisdom or things you'd like to share about either yourself, your business or the San Antonio market? Well, the one thing I always recommend is always finding a mentor. Um, I think that's, that's been a key part of my business. And the mentor, you don't always have to be in real estate too. My first mentor was in, um, was actually a loan officer. And then actually I found a chiropractor that became a good mentor of mine. Uh, he was very heavy driven or heavy, heavily motivated on marketing campaigns and using Facebook and getting Google reviews and doing whatever he can to spread the word of his business. So I used him as a, a good mentor and a good resource for a long time too. Um, I think even the big top producers that, you know, in their office or local region might be outperforming everyone, they can still hire a coach to be a mentor. So, you know, whether you're just starting off or you're a top producer already, um, finding that mentor that will help push you and um, can help you perform better than you already are is, is going to be very beneficial no matter what part of uh, the career you are at. Yeah, for sure. I call it the mindset models in marketing. You know, if you have the right mindset, which you have is the growth mindset, and find the models to follow. Uh, I love that you, you know, you're using people outside the industry because that brings in marketing ideas, whether it's a chiropractor or um, you know any other business professional. And then obviously the marketing that drives it. So uh, that that's that's an amazing uh, tip there. Well, I appreciate your time together. I'm glad your investment of the week uh, videos are becoming uh, successful and uh, generating uh, some more consistent leads for you. And I appreciate your, your time today, and we'll see you soon. Sure.